how do you how do you be a moderate voice in a polarizing world man if only i knew that's what we're trying to figure out here we're me and scott are having a um a little you know planning sesh for decent dialogue and we're having a good conversation so i was like why don't we just record this and make this the episode right here because i did think about one first and foremost i want to say something um i feel like in oh i just hit my knee on my desk and everything shook falling apart everybody saw that i think so (laughs) um scott and i are gonna have start having unboxing videos on our podcast where we unbox something but describe it in immaculate detail do you think we're going from decent dialogue to terrible unboxings yeah exactly that's what we decided in our planning session (laughs) that's Um, what our planning session led us to no, I definitely think we're going to be a lot more. I want to be more free and stuff as we talk. We just got done talking a lot about kind of where we want to go and what we want to do. I feel like I feel the pressure sometimes to, you know, have these deep, insightful conversations on the podcast when I feel like our best ones are just when we naturally arrive on what we've been thinking about and talking about. Um, yes. And so I want to follow through with that because we were having a good conversation on something I've been thinking a lot about of just how like, I mean, Roe v. Wade got overturned what was last week. I think, mm-hmm. I think, um, and the resounding, I don't narrative. know, like, yeah, the resounding narrative has been one that has for someone like myself, who's a people pleaser by nature, who avoids all conflict is one that makes me feel like I have to shrink into the shadows and not say anything, you know, mm-hmm. um, like I actually last week and to look behind the curtain last week at the end of our episode, I said, we talked about, Hey, let's talk about you know, the Roe v. Wade being overturned next week. And then I cut it out of like, why don't I just feel like I can't even talk about it. You know, like I mm-hmm. feel like everybody's talking about it. It's all over the place. What's Scott and I's opinion going to, you know, do. Yeah. And like, I talked to myself out of an, engaging in a conversation because I didn't feel equipped, qualified, or like that I had the ability to, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, so I think, I think one, a couple of things to that, the equipped and qualified, I would say 99% of the people that are popping off about it are not equipped nor qualified to say much (laughs) about the topics that they do talk about. Everybody becomes an expert, you know, 2020 showed everybody was a, uh, you know, virologist expert Mm -hmm. and 2021, everybody's a war expert and, Mm -hmm. you know, 2022, 2022. But yeah, like whatever's going on in the world, everybody seems to be an expert. And I think we tend to shrink back and not want to say anything or not state our opinion or or whatever it may be. And when we think about this podcast and decent dialogue and what we originally started it out to do was Mm -hmm. having those difficult conversations. And like, yes, we can acknowledge Greg nor I are women. Yeah, uh, we're both white males who are Christian. Middle class, which I feel like Christian. if you say I'm a white male Christian who's middle class, <laughs> immediately like yeah. I can't speak anymore. In my opinion, yeah, right now like we we're not allowed to have a voice. Uh, and so, which I get the frustration. I, I understand yes, where it's coming yes. from, a hundred percent, hundred percent. But it's like and that's the thing too. It's like I I understand why women, especially those that are are not Christian, may may and even some that are Christian that may say like. You know, men. I don't know why so many men are engaging in the narrative when it's primarily has to do with women. And like, mm-hmm. I get that. I get the frustration. But I mean, even in terms of like abortion and gun control, whatever it may be, like whatever the topic may be, it's like we. I, I feel like as a as a society today, we we put our 
we put our opinions out there into the void uh, through social media <laughs> or whatever it may be. Yeah. And it's almost like we just we don't want people to push back. Like we don't want our ideas to be challenged. We don't want our yeah. We don't want our statements to be challenged. And if we do, I, I saw so many people, so many people on Twitter after like just like going on the trending or whatever it is. And it's like, if you believe this, like F you unfollow me. If you're yeah. this, F you unfollow me. If you're this. And I'm like, just so somebody disagrees with you and you're just going to say, sorry, get out of my life. Like, yeah, it just it's ridiculous. And it almost makes me feel like, well. I do disagree well, with you. Sorry. I don't know. But like, how do you I think engage the, it? the thing with that that I saw is there's so much vitriol on both sides and explain vitriol for those. I know what it is, but um... <laughs> so vitriol is just a, a deep seated hatred for the other side. Yeah. And when you have this deep seated hatred and you post some, I, I saw a handful of people that posted something on Facebook, you know, one way or the other. And then it's just. 50 comments agreeing with the hate that was just spewed. Yeah. And it's like, well, you clearly live in a bubble. And <laughs> yeah. And it's like you just you get in these little silos of people reaffirming the things that you believe mm -hmm. and nobody ever, you know, says anything different. And so yeah. if you're just surrounded by a bunch of people that walk like you, talk like you, believe all the same things you believe, then you're never going to be able to understand the other side. And that's one of the things I've tried to do is um, I've tried to get my social media. I follow more people that I disagree with than I agree with. And mm -hmm. that's probably not very many people do that because I'm just scrolling all day long. Like maybe you what? truly believe that. Maybe that's maybe you're. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe I've been of. maybe I've been brainwashed to the other side, whichever yeah. side you think is the other side for me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you you be the judge yeah and that's the problem too is like we judge people without really mm. knowing their intent and without knowing yeah. their heart and mm -hmm. you know you see one post and you think oh man i can't believe that guy's believes that yeah and, but, and think, you just you discount their opinion on it all it's like mm -hmm. and that's what i'm like gun control is a, a big thing too that i feel a little bit more able to talk about uh, yeah <laughs> because that's, I, yeah, that's fair. Um, because it's not you know dealing with uh, a female's body, and I'm not, it's not a female. dealing with wombs. <laughs> yeah, it's not dealing with wombs. Sure, like well, going back to that. Yeah, I have opinions on abortion, but it's a. It's also like I would never talk about it in a space of social media and yelling at somebody or whatever. Maybe. Yeah, like I even somebody that may be Andy would never like hate somebody that no, believes not differently than you. I, I would think talk, that, I would talk oh, to them about it and I would you're going I, to hell because of that. Or like you're uh I can't I that's the thing I can't stand with so many people that are Christians. They're just posting stuff saying, how can you be a Christian if you believe this? It's yeah. like, well, I've had very good, meaningful conversations with people who believe a certain way that's different than you. And I would say they are very strong, loving yeah. Christians. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like even at the simpler debate of it that you hear a lot, it's like with alcohol, it's like people would do that. It's like, oh, he, he, yeah, he's a Christian. He drinks. He must just be off his rocker, you know, cussing all the time, doing all this awful stuff, yeah. X, Y, and Z. And it's like, no, like talk to them, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I would, and that same thing, like if somebody disagrees on abortion with me, then I can, I, I'll talk to them. I have a conversation with them. And like, I right. hope that they would be able to push me and challenge me and that I would be able to challenge them, but in a way that like, we both walk out of it with respect of like, Hey, this is another human being I'm talking to. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I, 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 should, I don't have to yell at them, you know? 
gun control. Well, I forget the point I was trying to make about gun control. Just that we, you probably have more insight on gun control. Oh yes, but like, you. for example, on gun control, like, you know, I I feel like you see somebody say, "Oh, we need some more laws um, and like regulations around gun ownership in America." Mm-hmm. I think if you're on social media, I think people can take that to be immediately to the extreme because of the medium it is, and like. You just get two sides yelling at each other that think that, like, oh, he wants to have gun regulations. He believes that, you know, government is, there should be big government, that we should have no rights, they should own everything. Yeah. They just, they make assumptions X, Y, and Z because of one thing they say instead of asking them, like, what do you mean? Like, is it just, because it might be very diverse. They may have a very diverse, like, everybody's different. Everybody has different yeah you know, belief systems and the way they think about the world and opinions, but we just, we lump everybody into two groups and there's no, you know, the word I'm looking for that's there right now in my head, but it's not coming out of my mouth, but Hmm. I don't know. You don't spread, you're not spreading them out to be like, there's a, it's not just two groups, not black and white. There it is. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, there's 7 billion people in the world, 8 billion people Mm -hmm. in the world. And they all see, nobody sees life the exact same. Yeah. You know, it might be similar. It might be very similar, but we all come from different backgrounds. We all come from different places. We all have different interactions with, you know, other people. We have, uh, you know, all of these experiences that have led up to each and every other experience that we end up having. And we bring all of that into the conversations that we have. And we just assume we know the other person. Mm-hmm. We assume, oh, you drive uh, a white Honda Civic. I got you pegged for, you know, you're a boring person. Yeah, you, you drive, drive a the Corolla, boring car. a Corolla with a giant dent in the back. Wow, man. Yeah. Do lame. you even keep your electricity on? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And it's like we we have all of these assumptions about people without getting to know them and to mm-hmm. And that's the other thing too, you know, social media can be used for good, but with this Roe v. Wade thing, it's like people just so much hatred and you never realize like one, how much hatred there really is in the world. I mean, you kind of like see it here and there, but when stuff like this happens, you're just like, holy smokes, like there is some serious hatred. Yeah. And just pinned up anger and all this. Yes. I don't know. It's just like. I don't know. So how do you, you know, kind of going back to what we started this conversation as and what we, you know, originally met with tonight, like are met with the intentions of doing tonight. How do you, how do us, you know, me and you, Gregory, mm-hmm. have some sort of voice in, in these types of conversations and push it in the right direction? What do you think is, you know, a couple know. big ways to do I think talking Big to your things. friends and family and, and sphere of influence and neighbors or whatever it may be in person, like, I don't know. And I just think because you can't change the system of social media, you can't. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked, we've talked ad nauseum about it on this podcast of yeah, like when you, people follow on, if you're writing like long, you know, five paragraph Facebook things or sharing stuff on Facebook, 99% of the time, the people that are reading it are people that already agree with you because yeah. the people that disagree with you aren't going to stop and read your post. Yeah, And it's like, talk about an echo chamber of just, you know, hyping each other up, you know, it's, you don't actually end up having any impact. I don't think when you're just doing that on social media, because when people disagree with you, yeah, why read it? Like, why, why spend my time reading your essay on why you're right and I'm wrong when 
Like, I just don't want to, you know, I just I, when, when I can go, you know, if I scroll down a couple more posts, I can read a, you know, five page dissertation on why I'm right. Yeah, exactly. And I think it just involves talking to other people. I don't know, but it's like, it just sucks. It really does because it does feel yeah. like you, it doesn't, it does feel like wide scale change is, is slow, you know, mm-hmm. um, so one of the, a couple things kind of to that one, I think you have to have conversations with people who don't think the same thing you do. And yeah. if you have a friend or if you have an acquaintance that, you know, believes differently than you, like go out to coffee with them, invite them over to your house, make dinner for them, whatever yeah. it may be, get a drink with them and talk about those things, but doing it, doing it in a way that where you're going to be doing more listening than talking. Yeah, ask Let him them, about it first. If you have a friend yeah. that, that is really upset about the Roe v. Wade overturning, ask him, say, like, how are you feeling? Like, how are you doing? And just yeah. let the conversation go from there and don't try to, like, overstep your bounds. Because 99% of the time, too, they probably know how you where you stand. <laughs> right. And don't go in with the agenda of, like, oh, this person is pro-choice. I'm. It's my mission to change their mind. Yeah. Like, one, no, it's not. Two, you never will. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think that's the, that's the most important thing is, is being willing to listen to somebody who you might think uh, is very wrong mm-hmm. and don't, and do it in a loving way. Don't have little snide comments. Don't be snarky about it. Don't end the conversation and be like, well, I hear you, but you're still wrong. Like, yeah. No, just you heard them, you love them and you wanted to hear their side of things. And you appreciate it. And maybe you'll learn something about them. Maybe you'll learn something about yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you have those conversations and you open up those lines of communication, hopefully good things can happen. Like that's a whole nother ball game. And I think we can learn a lot from people that we might think are, you know, crazy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I think that's a good final word. Um, I don't want to add on to it. So I think you nailed it on the head. Woo. No. Well, that Dude, was thanks uh, for the impromptu sesh. Yeah, that was good. And I think these are the types of conversations I want to have more of. And and hopefully, as we do have these more difficult conversations, um, you know, we'll get some feedback and mm-hmm. you know, listen to to what the crowd says. Yeah. All right, man. So holler uh, out. If you have any input or questions or answers or um, whatever it may be, send us an email. Um, or text us or call us if you have our numbers or social media or DM or whatever avenue or mail. Um, I don't think you have a fax machine. I don't have a fax machine. Find a way. Carry your pigeon. You you know how to reach us. Owls. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Peace. Peace.